The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 671. You thought we start the episode with the uh, wolfie barking, but actually it's the, uh, what is that called? How would you, how would you describe or apply a word to the noise this spoiler is making? But no, no, we are, oh, we're back. We're back, Wolfie. We're back, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> What are you doing here? You need to save New York City from the impending asteroid. No, um, yeah. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Like I said, episode 671 for Tuesday, March 6th, 2018. 2018 indeed, Wolfie. Do you know, Wolfie, why this day is important? I guess not. You weren't there. Wolfie wasn't there. But March 6th is the anniversary of the first episode of this series, which was also the first Minecraft Let's Play, the first Let's Play I ever uploaded to this here channel seven years ago. March 6th, 2011. Started a little series called Minecraft Adventures. And this is where we are now. The series that I started my first YouTube video with is still going on today. Not without a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> Not without a little bit of a hiatus here and there. But we are back and we are ready to continue. But first, I've got to make some sort of monumental monument here to denote that we have begun from this spot. From this spot. Um, uh, it, from this spot, we have begun to continue. <laughs> We've begun continuing season seven. Yes, this is still going to be called season seven, but you know how all the popular television shows these days have like mid-season breaks? Your uh, your HBO ventures, your, uh, your Walking Dead's. Uh, your 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 thrones upon which games are played. I figured it's the hottest trend, so I got to get on it. So that's what we're doing. We are continuing season seven, but now we have a charity and a new charity goal. So let's first say March 6th, 2018. Seven years of... Flop, whoop, flop, whoop. Oh, I had the caps lock on. When you have the caps lock on, you hold shift, it un unlocks the caps <laughs> of flop. And then let's also put episode, no, episode, episode 671. But also, right now, my friends, unless you've gone to farlandsbus.com already, I really hope I have that set up and it's working right. We are going to attempt for the remainder of this season 
to raise uh how should I word this? Uh charity goal of fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars for <gasps> drum roll, please. Wolfie, drum, get out the drums. Uh for direct Relief. I hope I spelled that correctly. I before E except after C. Got it! Charity goal, $50,000 for direct relief. There we have it, my friends. And now we will begin the seventh year of Far Lands or Bust. Towards the west! Ooh, look at that! Oh, we, it's been a long time since we've placed signs. Heck! Heck! Look at that! <laughs> That's just crazy! I mean, it looks no different than the last time, because the jitter is still the same, but... Woo! It's craziness, I say. Alright, enough with the seizures. Uh, we've pretty much got uh, everything we need. Don't need that. Got the beds, got the dirt, got a boat, got all this stuff. Got Wolfie. Wolfie's ready to go. Let's continue west to these far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. But that is correct, I've been teasing... Well, I mean, since I just used some some wool to make that little uh, monument, let us reclaim that wool from this this fine individual. Woof, Wolfie agrees. But yeah, I've been teasing for quite a while that we would be shifting to a different charity. Uh, and also we started Season 7 just to get it started without a charity. Uh, that's because a year ago today, I was in the midst of moving from Phoenix to Seattle, and uh, there was a lot going on. It was, it was yet another <laughs> Far Lands or Bust hiatus to allow that to happen. And, uh, you know, I figured instead of trying to figure all that stuff out at the same time, I thought there'd be a a ceremonial spawner there, but it doesn't look like it. I figured I would I would just bring back Far Lands of Bus just without stress, no stress, stress-free, uh, and just for the fun of it, continue the journey, and we have been doing that um, pretty regularly, pretty regularly, but now that we have a charity and a charity goal, we'll be doing it even more regularly because the more the more episodes we do, the more, hopefully, you guys will go to farlandsbus.com to donate to Direct Relief. Wow, that's been a while since I've said those words. <laughs> go to farlandsbus.com. Uh, I've updated the site, uh, as you can see. Hopefully it works. <laughs> I'm really hoping it works. I'm really rusty with the whole web design, HTML, CSS stuff. I've also had to uh, SSL it. I didn't have to, but... Uh, Google and Chrome and certain other web browsers now are are simply by default wanting to go to a secure site even if there's no transactions happening like there is on Farlands of Bus there's no transactions happening uh, so I've got to do the certificate thing and make sure all the links and the uh, embedded things are all certificified uh, it's it's good times but anyway I I'm 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 babbling I'm babbling Wolfie Let's get Wolfie to spawn over here. Let me announce direct relief. Of course, previous to this, for the past seven years, we had been raising money for Child's Play Charity. We raised 
$407,300 raised for Child's Play charity, which is an obscene amount, is an obscene amount for charity in all very much thanks to you and your generosity over the years. We've uh, we've certainly pushed some envelopes there as what would be capable for just this one person show that I've got going on here. Normally it's live stream marathons, a bunch of teams rotating 48 hour schedules, full week schedules. Uh, but this is just little old me and just a little old YouTube series that sometimes happens on Twitch for a stream. But, uh, yeah, we did so much for Child's Play Charity. Uh, I, I just felt like it was time to shift gears and, and look towards other charities and other, uh, other such needs that us Farlanders could, uh, meet. And Direct Relief stood out for me. You may have heard of it before, because Direct Relief, uh, and actually how I heard of Direct Relief was from our friend MC Gamer over at... Zeldathon. Uh, a few of the major Zeldathons were held in support of Direct Relief, and then even more recently, a couple of the Twitch, uh, you know, bit matching programs that they had over the holiday seasons. Uh, you know, like oh, cheer this much and hashtag charity, and then we'll we'll donate fifty percent or you know whatever it was uh, to uh, to Direct Relief. Uh, Direct Relief, as far as charities go. Uh, is 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 right up there. It's got a 100 out of 100 at Charity Navigator, which uh, Charity Navigator is a good way to find out, uh, you know, how a charity ranks as far as how much of its services and funding goes towards the cause that it set out, uh, you know, and, and to make sure everything's legit on the up and up. And Direct Relief, like I said, 100 out of 100. Top top charity, one of the top charities, uh, at least listed on that site. And what they do, what they do is they provide medical assistance programs to equip health professionals working in resource-poor communities to meet the challenges of diagnosing, treating, and caring for people without, all without regard to politics, religion, gender, race, or the ability to pay for such services. They, they, they do this throughout the world, at home here uh, in the United States and abroad, and it felt like just a, a really good thing to support. Obviously, healthcare, at least in the U.S. and, and elsewhere, is, is a pretty relevant topic these days, and for me personally, uh, I've, I'm lucky enough to have been continued to be pretty healthy. Uh, aside from a few medications here and there, I, I don't have any anything serious where I have to uh, worry about um, the expenses, the continued expenses, surprise emergency expenses and stuff. Of course, edit that could happen to anybody at any time. Uh, but uh, to me, I believe, you know, healthcare isn't just a right, as the argument uh, is sometimes being made. Uh, it's it's not just a right; it's a it's a need. It's a it's a basic need for survival. You can't you can't sustain life without health. So that's why healthcare uh, is important. And I'm really impressed with and uh, very happy with the work that Direct Relief does. 
and we will continue introducing the charity, talking more about that, what the plan is for the season, and other things that have been happening in the past two months here in the morning. And awakeness. Woof indeed, Wolfie. Woof indeed. We need some more Wolfie treats. Make sure to make sure to put that on the grocery list. Let's go. It's also March 6th. I this was just a coincidence, by the way. Uh episode 670, the last episode we uploaded, was January 6th. So two months. The sixth. Why is the sixth? Maybe just because it's so difficult to say. The sixth. January 6th, March 6th, Tuesday, 2018. Uh, it's been exactly two months since the last episode of Far Lines of Bust, but more importantly, seven, seven years, jeez, since episode one of Far Lines of Bust. But anyway, uh, speaking of direct relief, for instance, just today, before I started recording, I saw on their Instagram that they delivered medicines to Syria. More than two dozen health facilities and hospitals in Syria uh, a 3.5 ton shipment with things like antibiotics and mental health medications, uh, things that were requested by their partners there, the Syrian America Medical Society. Uh, so that's just one of the, the things that they do to help. Um, they've, also, they've also done things uh, at home. You may have seen them providing similar services, medicines, vaccines, antibiotics, to the uh, the response in Texas and Puerto Rico from this past season's hurricanes, uh, and that is part of what they do as well. Um, here, here are the the four the four kind of core things that I, I I I gleaned from their website. Of course, you can always visit their website as well to see specifically what they're about and different uh, you know their, their history and, and the things they do. Uh, but their their four main focuses is focusing on maternal and child health, promoting systems that assist with those those things, disease prevention and treatment with a focus on HIV, AIDS, and diabetes, emergency preparedness and response, like I said, those uh, in response to Texas, Puerto Rico, uh, or even the recent typhoons. And then also strengthening health systems, strengthening health systems uh, and increasing the access to quality health care in, in, in countries and in locations that have been uh, perhaps, like in Syria, uh, impacted by, by, by war and, uh, you know, political strife, uh, but also environmental disasters and things like that um, it is uh it, it's it's a it's, they they pretty much do a lot <laughs> they, they do quite a lot indeed uh, they are actually in, in doing a lot they are the largest charitable medicine program in the United States uh, for nonprofit health centers and clinics. So yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be helping them out, trying to raise fifty thousand dollars, which certainly isn't the the highest goal we've we've stretched for. But I feel like for a brand new charity, for a for a 
halfway sort of brand new season, uh, it, it's a good good thing to start, and that could that could help get a lot of medicines. In healthcare, they have these really neat when they do go into these uh, environmental disasters, local uh, emergencies, and things like that. They pretty much have these pre-built kits, backpacks, almost you know first aid kits, but uh, specifically uh, that would be useful to the emergency response teams uh, that have everything they could need, uh, and they provide those right there on the spot. You know, they they arrange the logistics around that sort of thing as well. Because that's always tough, and we heard about that a lot in Puerto Rico, is, well, there's all these ships, container ships with, uh, you know, all these deliveries and stuff like that, but there's nobody there to deliver them. There's nobody there to, to divvy these these things out. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a big part of what they do as well. And yeah, I just was overall impressed. I actually met with uh, a representative of Direct Relief at the last TwitchCon I went to, two TwitchCons ago, when we hung out uh, with uh, Zeldathon. They had a a, uh, a, a forum, not a forum. What's the word I'm looking for? A what are those called, Wolfie? At conventions, when like a group speaks, and and you listen to them. Panel. They had a panel. Thanks, Wolfie. Uh, they had a panel, and uh, I met with uh, the direct relief representative there, and they had a really. It was it was pretty much almost Zeldathon. To the best of my recollection, that kind of opened their eyes to the the, the gaming charity fundraisers in, in the gaming community. Uh, and then they started to learn everything about like Zeldathon and, and things, you know, like your your desert buses or your uh, Mario marathons or your AGDQs or, or, or maybe your Far Lands or Bus Disease. I don't know. Little, little Far Lands or Bus in there a little bit. And uh, they really focused on that, and they do they they do a really good job. They keep their expenses very low. I I, I want to look at the charity. This information's on the Charity Navigator site and probably their website, but I want to say it's over ninety eight percent of of their of their funds goes towards that their main purpose, their their main charitable uh, uh, purpose uh, that is. The medicines and uh, the healthcare goals that they they hope to achieve, uh, which is amazing, an amazing number. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how this this story came to be. Uh, I I hope you all uh, take time to perhaps learn a little bit about Direct Relief yourself. Maybe follow them on on the social medias. Uh, like I said, they have an Instagram where they put updates pretty frequently, uh, and and check out. Farlanterbus.com, where you can donate. And speaking of that, they don't have a built-in fancy pants little widget like Child's Play Charity has. Uh, so I've had to go through Tiltify, uh, which you can kind of imagine is like the chip-in. Remember the independent chip-in widget that we started Farlanterbus with? Uh, Tiltify is a website that pretty much allows for streamers and YouTubers like myself, hello, to set up charity campaigns and it tracks them uh, and allows for, uh, you know, overlays. It's kind of, uh, honestly, it uh, and other options like it are really focused on the web, uh, web, on the uh, live streaming side of charity fundraisers. Uh, there aren't that many YouTube, like, per video fundraisers that are going on, surprisingly enough. 
So a lot of them are focused on live streams. So it, it, it really is is focused for that. So there's a lot of the features that we might not be using, like the overlays and the pop-ups and the alerts. Although I might enable the alerts uh, during live streams. That would be a pretty cool thing to do, even if we're not recording Farlands or Bus. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to donate to Direct Relief, uh, you know, if you hold it until I'm I'm on a live stream, maybe you can see your, your name up on the screen or something like that. i got to figure that out still. But, uh, but yeah, it still works just fine and dandy for our purposes. The only difference that uh, I've actually already asked people about publicly uh, in one of my last vlogs is uh, the, like... Like I said, if your name goes up on the stream or whatever, the the donations and the comments where I ask that you leave a question that I can answer in a future episode of Farlands or Bust, those are going to be published on the campaign page. Not on farlandsorbust.com, but when you go to the campaign page on Tiltify, uh, there's different, you know, there's about this charity, about this streamer, there's, uh, I could... Depending, depending on the feedback and, and sort of ideas we we have, I can set up in between here in fifty thousand dollars. I can set up little little milestones to meet, to to achieve little achievements to unlock. I, I suppose uh, little things like that. But one of them is donations, and then here's just a list of all the donations. Uh, it doesn't list personal information. You can remain anonymous. You can use a nickname, uh, but also included there is the amount and the comment a.k.a. question, that I will uh, be adding to the the famous notepad for Farlands or Bust to uh, answer in a future episode. So yeah, that that is the return of that, my friends. Now I will continue taking questions from donors to Direct Relief at farlandsorbust.com by way of Tiltify. <laughs> so please get on that. That would be much appreciated. That would be much appreciated indeed. Indeed. Right, Wolfie? Bye. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 excited. I was nervous. I'm continue to be nervous. I'm recording this kind of late on Monday, needing to get this episode up on Tuesday. Uh, and I still don't have a hundred percent of the website finished. <laughs> I mean, like I have the homepage. Uh, if you do go to farlandsbus.com, you'll notice it's not it's not like a widget on the page. I've kind of finagled a, a banner on the top of every uh, page of the website that gives you a live update to the current amount raised, as well as uh, a button that will take you to the Tiltify donation station. <laughs> the Tiltify donation station. Tiltify donation page. And uh, from there, uh, hopefully that makes sense. It's a little bit of change. It's fresh. It's refreshing and fresh, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of a change. Uh, so certainly let me know if you have any have any problems or questions or might be a little bit confused. Uh, so uh, we can continue with that. And continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. Woof. All right, let's keep going. Wait, should I? It's been a while since I've fed you a treat. Bloink. Oop, did I eat that? <laughs> oh, that's still a problem. Uh, let's continue on. I actually need a boat or two. 
What else? What else? What else? Oh, I suppose it's been two Minecraft days, but it's a good time as any to give a little bit of a recap of the series. Perhaps some of you have joined us during the beginning of Season 7, where we weren't doing the charity thing. Cavalover! Uh, so like I mentioned, now, when you do donate, you'll be given the option to leave a message. And in that message, if you have a question for me, question about anything. Uh, space, Farlands or Bust, myself, uh, news, uh, movies, whatever, whatever it be. Uh, I'm not often good at answering them, but I will do my best to answer them in a future episode of Farlands or Bust, and that's kind of the individual thanks for each donation. But I also want to mention that what's what happens at $50,000? Perhaps you don't know what happens at $50,000 when we raise that goal. That is when we mark the end of Season 7, and I finally press F3. The last time I pressed F3 was actually in this series, in this season. Normally it's just at the end of the seasons, and that's that's the big goal, the big send-off for, for reaching the charity goal, is pressing F3 and finding out how far we are. Uh, so the last F3 official number is... 3,116,936 blocks from spawn, which is 24.83% of the way to the far lands, which are at 12,550,820 blocks from spawn. So that means we have uh, quite a little bit less now than 9,433,884 blocks to go. Of course, we did a little bit something special since we weren't raising money for a charity, and we tried to and succeeded in finding the pi, the pi coordinate, the 3.1415, so we did press F3 again at 3,140-whatever-5,000, I don't know pi off the top of my head. Uh, so we did that, so technically that, but the, the, the literal, the, the official in the books F3 number is 3116936. Asterisk, fine print, the good people over at Guinness. Mmm, Guinness. Oh. No, no, the world record Guinness. Guinness Book of World Records Gaming Edition would like to know the updated F3 number. And I don't want to give them the last F3 number, which was... How long ago? When did I do... Uh... <laughs> that was May... When did I do that? When was the last Flavathon? I've completely forgotten. So much time has passed over this past seven years. Seven years exactly is the time that has passed. My memory, it ain't it ain't what it used to be. But yeah, I didn't want to give them the last F3 number because we've walked so far since then. So what I'm going to give them, away from the camera, I'm going to press F3. I'm going to press F3 at the end of this episode and give them this number. That way it'll uh, have an interesting way of correlating and I'll be able to give them sort of the uh, the roundabout way of saying this is the number, the distance we've walked after seven years of the series. Obviously we haven't been walking seven years straight, but after seven years and 671 episodes of the series, this is the F3 number and then that's the number that's going to be published in the next edition of the Guinness World Records Gaming Edition. Uh, which comes out in September, I believe. So, of course, by the time, hopefully, I'm hoping by the time that book is published, we might already raise $50,000 for direct relief. 
of course, if not, then regardless, we've walked from now until September uh, on the way to the Farlands. The, the new F3 number will be significantly different anyway. But yeah, there's there's a little uh, there's a little juicy tidbit for you. I ain't done when I'm done recording this episode. Uh, I'll also record it, maybe. Maybe I'll record it and like include it as kind of a little bit of a uh, not a prologue. What's the postlog? <laughs> Epilogue uh, for for season seven after everything's done and complete. Uh, it'll be an interesting kind of mid midway point. We have the number at the beginning of season seven, the number at the middle of season seven right now, uh, and then we'll have the number at the end of season seven after we raise fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you got to remember all these numbers. It'll be very uh, be a very secure pin password for your for your ATM card. Oh boy, so yeah, that's what's gonna happen with that. That, Wolfie, is what's gonna happen with that. So yeah. And and once again, if I can say, can I? Are you gonna let me say it? But I do appreciate, regardless of the, the, the charity stuff we got going on, regardless of the seven years, regardless of the fact that obviously I'm live streaming, a lot more now than I am YouTubing, because YouTube is a little bit of a strange space to exist in right now. Uh, I do appreciate everything from Farlanders and fans throughout the past seven years. Uh, it's uh, a lot has happened. <laughs> a lot has happened. That doesn't, in the grand scheme of a life, seven years is a good chunk. It's a good chunk of time, but hopefully less than 10% of the time, uh, a lot has happened in this seven years that uh, is thanks to the support of you guys. Uh, whether or not it be just watching, you're just watching videos or, or listening to the podcast or uh, joining me on the Twitch and subscribing or being on Patreon uh, to support Far Lands of Bust and keep it commercial free. Uh, if you're, if you're, you know, whatever. If you just follow me on Twitter and you, and you don't care about all this video game jibba-jabba, uh, I do appreciate all the support and patience. You guys have given me a lot of patience. I'm not the most regular as far as the, uh, the schedule is concerned. I'm a lot more regular when it comes to something else, don't you know, though? That's because I take Metamucil XL. No, I'm <laughs> Sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, jokes! Gotta get those jokes in. Can't have a purely sentimental moment now, can we? <laughs> Wolfie knows. So, uh, yeah, I really do appreciate that. Like I said, a year ago, now, I was in Phoenix having a heck of a mental breakdown <laughs> for the move out here to Seattle. And I actually just, uh, I took Juno out to a dog park today and I recorded uh, another driving vlog talking about that thing and other things in particular uh, because before I left Phoenix I recorded a driving vlog because I all my computers were taken apart and I, I had no way of recording a Far Lands or Bust episode so for my six-year anniversary last year I just made a vlog and said haha I'm moving to Seattle I'm not freaking out though everything's fine ha ha <laughs> so uh, yeah a, a complete roundabout Flippy floppy, both both in location and uh, at least my, my my outlook and the way I feel, and I do appreciate, like I said, all the all the support and continued support. Uh, it's uh, 
yeah, seven years ago, even seven years, I started this as as a as a hobby. I I noticed I had been watching people online playing video games. Uh, I'd I'd found and and watched a few early what I guess you could call let's plays, quote unquote. Uh, I don't know why then, like I thoroughly enjoyed them. I don't know why then it didn't click with me that maybe I should try this sort of thing. That was like back in the 2009, 2010. Uh, but it was around 2011. I had been playing Minecraft, probably one of the first video games I started playing in almost, you know, five years or so. About those parts, I was in a web design job that from day one of that job I didn't like, but I had been there for five years at that point, uh, just because it was the only thing... Woo, careful, Wolfie. It was the only thing that was working for me or that anybody had hired me because I'm terrible at interviews. Uh, and I was... Uh, I had just bought a condo, which later has turned out to have not been, uh, at least financially, a sound decision to have been made. Uh, my life was completely different. I was still in Chicago. Oh, Minecraft. Do you have a gift for us today? Uh, and And now... You know, good things, very good things, and very bad things. Like, in everybody's life. I'm certainly not saying I'm unique in that, but good things and bad things have happened over the past seven years. Uh, and uh, to be where we're at now uh, is... Uh, ooh, a Skeletna spawner! I'm gonna break that, because I do not want to get shot. My goodness, these take forever to break in this version of the game. My goodness, indeed. Now, you might think I'm going to end the episode here, uh, but actually I'm going to make this a Fancy Pants 4-day episode. Got to get that F3 number nice and nice and big, big and juicy <laughs> for the, uh, the world record people. So let's... I got to make another bed. Uh, boop. I know, I know. This is dangerous, Wolfie. But there might be treasures! Treasures down below. You never know. You must try. You never know until you try. I don't... What? No, this is now a musical series. Dear goodness, no. All right, let's go to sleep and explore what fantastical shiny objects Minecraft has for us in the morning. And... Awakeness. And awakeness indeedness. All right, let's let's see what have we got. So yeah, TLDR. Thank you guys very much for all your support. Of course, thanks everybody else who uh, you know the people I've met and become friends with and work with on on Twitch on YouTube. Uh, all all the, you know people who help me out since I'm incapable of asking for help. <laughs> Uh, and I tried desperately to do everything myself. Ooh, a singular, a singular chest spawner. That means it's gonna be good, right? Uh, yeah, I, I just really appreciate it. It's uh, it's still, still crazy that I get to do this for a job, but it's really good. I don't see myself being happy in anything else, uh, to be honest. So let's let's see what we got. Big monkey, big monkey, big monkey. Oh, not that big a monkey. Ah, oh, if we had one more gunpowder, we can make a we can make a bomb and have some fireworks. 
Dang it. Oh well, that's alright. Skeleton spawner. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Let's continue on for this final day here in Minecraft. Where's my compass? To the west! Yeah, so, so much. Seven years. Gosh, I, I kind of looked at the uh, episode one. <laughs> that's a that's a tough thing to watch. <laughs> uh, just for, for the for the sake of the uh, the awkwardness, I think. Uh, that's uh, the voice. Gosh, the voice is 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 not great. <laughs> but of course, that's one of one of the many reasons I decided to start this. I was watching other people. Oh, that's that's the story I was telling before I got sidetracked. I was watching other people make Let's Plays. I'm like, that looks fun. People had always told me I have a good radio voice. Uh, it needed a lot of work, apparently, if you listen back to those first few episodes. But uh, I had a good radio voice, so this whole voiceover thing should work out fine. I went out and bought a cheap Razer headset, gaming headset, and a copy of Fraps, and made those first... Gosh, I don't know how many episodes I made with Windows Movie Maker for Windows XP. <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> Windows XP. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the rest, the rest, as they say, is Far Lands West. But yeah, I just started doing it for fun. Doing it for fun, and then I, I, I think, you know, the confidence I gained from doing this, from you guys, for those of you who were around since then, led me to actually get get the guts to quit that job that I hated from day one. Hates, hates a strong word. Everybody has jobs that they don't like. But it just wasn't... I knew it wasn't a path towards anything uh, or or even a path to just being satisfied. Not even... I, I, you don't... Okay, I understand not having to be blissfully happy, but... Even just a path to being satisfied or, or, or just like somewhat happy, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't there, and that wasn't for me. Uh, so to have that confidence to quit, which was even before I became a YouTube partner, I think I waited till I had like ten thousand uh, subscribers that I that I applied on the on the advice and recommendation of one Gavin. Gavin Free from the Slow Mo Guys, uh, who now is doing his own version uh, of the Slow Mo Guys, but for for a YouTube Red series, a big produced situation. That's pretty crazy. Seven years ago, right? And uh, yeah, the rest the rest is the rest, isn't it? It's crazy. It's craziness indeed. But we are continuing on, man. Since since the last time. Since the last episode, 670, a few things happened, I guess I could mention. Pack South happened. Went down to... F I almost said Florida. Went down to Texas for Pack South. Our good friend Cone Dodger drove there once again with slag. This time in a Fiat <laughs> uh, with a flat tire at some point. Uh, but also, uh, a really interesting thing about this pack south is, independent of my own input, a lot of Farlanders and patrons who have kind of built their own community around the uh, Discord and the, the patron Minecraft server decided that they all wanted to go to pack south as well. And there was a good... How many of you were there? There were a good 12, 
15? Something like that. Uh, we met up a few times. Uh, we certainly met up at the official meetup that we we tend to have there on the near the water water fountain at the uh, the uh, the the arts village <laughs> the village of the arts. I I always forget what it's called there in San Antonio. Uh, went out and got a burger with everybody later, uh, and then uh, even the last day hung out and went out and, and got some late night Denny's with the patrons and the Farlanders. Uh, and that's really cool. I do appreciate all that. Uh, but yeah, Pack South was cool. Uh, it's uh, the, the convention itself. The theme from the convention itself was: Are they going to continue to have this? <laughs> it's every year since the first year. It's gotten smaller and smaller. Uh, I'm not sure about in attendance, but certainly just in size. And the only way to really judge the size of the convention is by the expo hall floor. And year after year, there's just a lot of empty space and a lot smaller companies, smaller booths. Uh, it seemed like this year it was primarily dominated not by video game makers and developers, but by merch, third-party merch booths, sellers, you know, uh, t-shirts, plushy things, retro games. Uh, it honestly almost seemed like the tabletop gaming area was bigger than the video gaming expo hall area. Uh, yeah, so we're just not not sure. It might it just might be cheaper at some point <laughs> for us to decide. It's you know, pack south sure. It's like this is the date of the thing, and we can all hang out then. But it might just be more advantageous to just choose a city <laughs> or choose a different event to all all hang out at or something like that. Because that's generally the only reason I personally continue to go to go to these things. Uh, I don't. You know, walking through the expo hall, fine, but not really finding anything new anymore, not really seeing anything different. Uh, you know, companies like Twitch weren't even there this year. Uh, and despite, you know, even the previous year, I had that booth. I had that booth time on Twitch where I was live streaming, uh, which they had no idea who I was, but I miraculously somehow was signed up. <laughs> ah, still angry. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're all very curious. Perhaps, perhaps... Packs and uh, Reed Pop signed some sort of long-term contract with the city of San Antonio and/or that Expo Hall, where they just have to keep having it there until a certain point, regardless of whether or not it is profitable for them or even sells all the tickets or not. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that for next year, I guess. But uh, otherwise, otherwise okay, otherwise not bad. It seems like the city, it's kind of a shame. The first few years, I felt like the city of San Antonio wasn't wasn't up to snuff for for being a host city for a PAX. There was a lot of construction, uh, wasn't that many good restaurants around. It, it's a shame because now it seems like all that construction and all that kind of building up, turning it into a tourist location, is kind of done now that the convention <laughs> is less and less populated. Uh, the uh, the city seems to have have kind of matched that, and I kind of enjoyed my exploration of the city a little bit more. And of course, not to forget, in the last month, the Falcon Heavy, the SpaceX Falcon Heavy, successfully launched on the first try. We watched that live on Twitch, and our very very lucky very lucky friend Cone Dodger actually drove down. He lives in Florida, 
and saw that in person, which I am very jealous of. It was it's one of those things I've been mentioning. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely go down to Florida for the Falcon heavily 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 heavy definitely. Uh, and they kept being put off, put off, put off, and it was pretty much a week before. It's like, yep, this is the launch date, and it's like, oh, I can't. I, that that's a big risk. That would be a very big risk coming from somebody who traveled to and attempted to see a space shuttle launch on three different attempts, and all three attempts had been scrubbed or or delayed months, weeks beyond. Uh, that that would be a big last minute buying a flight. A week before an event, that would that would be a big risk for a first flight of an experimental rocket. That would be a huge risk. It wouldn't have been because it went on the first try, but that's all in hindsight. And yeah, that was a really amazing thing to see from uh, from at least our vantage point on Twitch and on the video. Oh man, my friends. Oh man. I feel like that island out there, the tippy t- yeah, that island over there, Wolfie. Over there is where I'm gonna press F3, as far west as I can get here without straying too far left or right. Because I'm going to build the hidey hole right here. Boop, 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 boop. In deeds. Right, Wolfie? Wolfie? There we go. Good job, Wolfie. You can sit right there. Let's let's expand and fully construct this end of the episode hidey hole. I do appreciate once again your patience and also your support and for simply watching and or listening to this episode of Farlands or Bust. I gotta practice I gotta practice this this charity outro now. It's been a while. Make sure to go to farlandsorbust.com to learn more about our direct relief campaign and to donate. From that page, you can be directed to uh, the Tiltify website, which is where you can donate, you can track the donations, and of course, leave your questions for future episodes of Far Lands or Busts. I'm really looking forward to your thoughts, your responses, your input, uh, and of course, more importantly, your support, your generosity for direct relief through far lands or bust here. Unfortunately, we didn't find any more gunpowder, so no fireworks for you. No fireworks for you. Whoop, do we need... Yeah, let's make another boat while we're at it. Let's do that. Did I did I do everything on the, on the notepad? I think I did. I think I did. Thank you so much for watching, my friends. Here is to at least, if the estimations are correct, at least another seven years of Far Lands or Bust. Right, Wolfie? Right. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. Did I eat that?